My business hashtag more than graphics is a lifestyle mantra turned podcast. Hi, I'm Danielle, a graphic designer, owner of Octane Design Studios, wife and mom of three. The MTG podcast is a virtual space for hard truth telling and life chronicles surrounding women and men in the tech and creative industries. Tune in as myself, Cicely and Brittany put it all on the table, sharing authentic life truths as we sustain and empower each other in search of our tribe. We're more than a designer. We're more than our name badge. We're more than the work we produce. Welcome to the MTG podcast, because life is more than graphics. Welcome to the MTG podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Brittany. And I'm Cicely. Yay! Okay, so we're all here. Um, This is the episode of March. We're super excited. We've got a lot of cool things happening here very shortly. First, happy International Women's Day. We are celebrating women all day, every day. Um, But this month in particular is Women's History Month. And so this is our time to put on that extra lipstick, put on the extra heels, look so fresh with all the cool things. Um, So I'm just hyped because we're creating this community and celebrating ourselves, us as women, women in tech, women as creatives, women in general. I am for us, (laughs) y'all. Well said. How crazy iconic is this that we picked permit to be the theme for March? Like, I know that was so unintentional, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it. Man, I mean, it just kind of, it just came together and it's perfect. Um, this is the perfect time to talk about it as we're going celebrating women throughout a spectrum of history, not only just women in general, I mean, down to voting rights, but also, you know, owning our bodies, um, women of color. I mean, we're celebrating everything in this month. So um, if you're um, anywhere in the area, if you're anywhere in the listening direction of our voices and our faces, guys, this is our month. Y'all better get up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so we've got a special guest um, this month in particular, and I'm pretty excited to have her here just because um, she could speak a lot of truths to us about Permit. Okay, Stephanie Nelson is the CEO of Nelson Legacy Enterprises and is the founder of the Whole Healed and Healthy Women's Hope and Support Group Network. Entrepreneurship has been instilled in her at an early age. Having two parents who were entrepreneurs, she's watched behind the scenes at the ups and downs of business ownership. Stephanie has been an information technology project manager for over a decade. She has successfully implemented over 40 software systems, re-engineered more than 800 business processes, and at her core, she desires to help businesses make better decisions using her core skill set of business intelligence, process design, and operational analysis that she has enabled companies to recover over $40 million in lost revenue and established a business framework for exponential business growth. Stephanie's personal mantra is, if I can help you build it, then you can leverage it to legacy. Stephanie, welcome to the show, girl. Guys, hello. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. So again, for Women's History Month, we're super excited about uh, this month's topic on permit. We ain't even schedule this. This was something that just kind of happened. We talked about different things that we wanted to talk about and this thing just kind of rolled out. And so March 
on Women's History Month is permit. So we have all kinds of, um, you know, all good things. Right. So um, I really wanted to pick your brain because we all, we all have questions that we kind of wanted to ask. I'm notorious for not talking about myself because I am interested in other people. But go ahead. What is it? <laughs> hey, girl, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, what? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. that. Yeah. Could you t- explain? I know you were talking about it in, in a particular other chat, but I wanted to hear from you your perspective on why you chose legacy and in your business title name. Oh, that's a great question. So legacy is a result of my family, right? My mom and my father were both entrepreneurs. That was the legacy that they left their children to become, um, I call us box breakers, right? To live outside the box um, of go to school, get a good job, do well with your money, buy a house, retire, right? Entrepreneurs don't think like that. It's a straight line that society causes you to think about. Um, And I think about life in a zigzag. Um, So legacy is about what the, the, the deposit that they gave of entrepreneurship, me carrying it so that I can pass the baton to my son, my nieces, my nephews. Um, And ironically, Two of us are in entrepreneurship, pursuing, um, I would say, and doing well. My brother has a contracting company. Then there's my company, who's the change management tech company. And then my sister has a real estate arm of her business um, and getting ready to launch out on her own soon um, in design thinking huge market yeah that's really big right now huge mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. so that's where where we are and my my other sister is an educator and she consults for other um for nonprofits doing training for teachers and um principals and urban educator. So she's, she does her own private thing too, but she still has a job as well. Parallelpreneur. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Me too. I personally relate to your story um, Mm -hmm. because I also come from a line of a long lineage of entrepreneurship. I love it. Um, My great, my grand, my great grandparents um, were originally um, doing their own things in the back of houses. Mm -hmm. Businesses that were. Same thing. Yeah. I watched my parents be entrepreneurs. I've watched yep. my still lay ceramic tile um, yeah. to this very day. I've watched all my aunts and uncles open barber schools, um, be business consultants. Um, my cousin is a partnered vendor in my amongst my own um, company network. Of business. I love it. Um, so I just feel like I, I have this deep connection with other entrepreneurs <laughs> who know that they have these skill sets and they're not afraid to kind of step out and, and do the thing. Absolutely. All of us, and I'm sure all of us can, can, can really relate to that. Absolutely. I, I, deep down in my roots, I'm like, man, Stephanie, she's doing the thing. Like, Because <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that, that resonates with so many people. Um, yeah. Do you have any, um, I want to say, do you have any advice for someone who um, is really, considering entrepreneurship, but has not made that 
that transition yet or hasn't begun that transition yet? Um, I think the main thing that I tell people when they're considering becoming an entrepreneur, it's count the cost, right? So when you are, um, I do a talk called From Employee to Enterprise, Building Your Legacy from the Ground Up. Um, And in that talk, it's literally talking about the cost personally, um, the, the emotional cost of entrepreneurship, and then there's the financial cost of entrepreneurship. Um, and then there's the relational cost of entrepreneurship. And I think before you can make that decision, it's not a pros and cons list, okay? It literally is an evaluation of what you want your life to look like for the next three to five years before you see a rhythm in your business. Um, now, I have colleagues who um, vehemently refute <laughs> right, what I'm saying, and they say when you connect to a mentor, you cut the time down. It's true if you mimic exactly what the mentor is doing. If you decide that you want to make a change or a shift in your business um, to kind of maybe answer a problem that they may not have answered, then that's, that requires a different level of learning. So you either connect to a mentor in that area and cut your time down or you're on your own, figure it out. I'm a, um, I'm a, on your own and mentor kind of uh, entrepreneur. I've been on my own and I've had a mentor, you know, so um, there are pros and cons to all of it. Wow. You know, I really relate to so much of what you are saying, Um, especially when you were talking about, I think earlier you mentioned that success is kind of a zigzag and that entrepreneurs don't really go from like point A to point B. And I, I had to even give my pers- myself permission, um, speaking of, of the theme earlier this month, because I had run my own business for a while, then I tried to kind of supplement that by being a parallelpreneur, is that what you called it, where you, yes. you know, you're working while running the business, mm-hmm. and then I had to give myself permission to take a step back and to just go back to being an entrepreneur and not trying to do both anymore, and um, it's really difficult for me to just give myself that permission. Um, so one of the, one of the questions that I personally had for you was what was the hardest or the most difficult thing that you ever gave yourself permission to do, whether professionally or personally? Um, so I'll answer on both sides. Um, the one thing purse from a personal perspective, I, um, had to give myself permission to grieve and heal. Um, I think, um, Brittany, as a woman of color, and this is to be completely frank, as a woman of color, we are taught to be strong and to push forward. We rarely get the opportunity to pause and embrace the hurt that we may be experiencing or the pain or the loss or the um, I'm, I am a product of that environment. And that was no excuses. Keep going. 
And so um, when you do that too many times, often you find yourself in this emotional quandary and you have deep wounds. And so I finally gave myself permission to heal, to be wholeheartedly healed um, and to take as much time to grieve the loss of my parents as I needed to. Um, and not be confined to someone else's timetable. That's the personal side. On the um, business side, I had to give myself um, permission to be uh, excellent. I would say um, sometimes we shy away from in the workplace, we shy away from our strengths and our, 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 our sexy, you know what I mean? So what it is that's excellent about us may not be excellent about someone else, um, for someone else, but when you embrace what you recognize as your excellence, um, there's a level of freedom in that. And what happens is it actually opens up the law of attraction. And there are people who start to really um, embrace who you are because you embraced it, right? Um, and so that is the intangible of entrepreneurship that I think people sometimes overlook. Do I think you need to be knowledgeable? Absolutely. Do you need to become an expert? Yes. Do you need to pursue additional training and learning and you because as an entrepreneur you're a lifelong learner but so to me and then you believe in a lot of transformation so that an innovation these are big you know entrepreneur words but it's the truth of your lifestyle because if you're not then you're left behind because you don't have the um I would say the backing, right, of a major company, unless you become a major company, um, but you don't have that backing. So you're constantly keeping up in a head of trend so that you can stay relevant. So those are my answers. You are incredible. <laughs> I oh, have chills. Thank you. <laughs> that. Oh, um, and and people who are, are listening and, and can't, see us there's so many nods and so many just all of us listening to stephanie talking are just nodding and you know i i am so grateful for yeah. and your honesty thank you so much Brittany. thank you i appreciate <laughs> that oh my gosh <laughs> i really love what you said about permission to kind of feel and to work through your emotions because I, I think women in general, but especially women of color, we're not given that space to do that. Nobody ever talks about it. And even like for my own family, I can see the same thing. It's like, well, you know, you got to suck it up. We just, we just get through it. That's what we do. Like, there's no like, you know, take time, cry. No, we got to get through it. So no really, time for that. Yeah, we got time for that. <laughs> no time for that. <laughs> so thank you for bringing that up because that's mm -hmm. definitely crucial for your development. And in order for your business to thrive, you have to be thriving as well. So. Yeah, you've got to be whole. Yeah, you've got to be whole. Because mm -hmm. you pour so much of yourself into your business and into Every your single day. So mm -hmm. you have to pour from something full in order to have that spill over into your All business. All right there, Cicely. That's stuff <laughs> right there, honey. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing that up again. I love Danielle's in the back. <laughs>
I love yes, that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just really, and, and it, it's because I started a women's empowerment movement called Whole Healed and Healthy. I saw as, that from your website too. <laughs> yes, as a result of this journey, because I think it's paramount for women to really come to that place. When you're in life transition, I was in a, um, going through a divorce in 18. So when you're going through life transition, it peels back everything and it it unlocks all kinds of stuff in you, right? Anger and you go through the process. Exactly. And so I was determined I would not be a victim of myself. I love that. That's a sound bite right there. (laughs) Yeah. I would not be a victim of myself. I had to be, so I pursued regularly in my life. Um, I'm not doing as well with self-care as I need to do. We all got to get on that one. Right. <laughs> right. But I mean, that whole, right. I have to do better, a lot better with that, Brittany, because I'm going to tell you, um, when you give, 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 next thing you know, you're like completely depleted. Exactly. You're you yes. And you didn't really take the time and that, then you're firing off at everybody because you're really, it's not even them. Right. It's just because you didn't take the time to do the work for yourself personally to replenish all that you've given out. So I'm sorry, I'm not taking. No, I love it. Like that literally it segues into my question. So see, you're good. But um, I put I wanted to ask in order to continue personal, both personal and business growth, what is something you're going to permit to happen in your life in 2019 since you had so much to uncover and unpeel and grow from from 2018? Mm, that's a great question. And the reason why that's a great question is because I've given myself permission to um, connect to other people like you, right? New people, right? It's like the opportunity to not be so closed off because of hurt, um, right? That I gave myself permission to connect to people and to connect to other women. And what I did was, uh, we've I've recently behind the scenes, if you will, we just started a new show called Rise and Shine Money Edition. And it's with a group, a collaborative group of women who um, there is a, well, three accountants really, <laughs> but they all actually work in different areas. Uh, Dawn Johnson, um, and then there's Shante Roddy, who is intuitive risk management, who is um, what you would call a risk manager, a risk, a risk officer. And then you've got Atika Watkins, who is a, um, an, a master level accountant. Um, and her company is called Professional Bookkeepers. And we started this show every morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. Central Standard um, via Facebook Live because we felt like there was a gap in in sharing the journeys of entrepreneurship and how women in particular relate to money. We don't ask, right? We don't make the ask. We don't. um, We typically shy away from it and almost say as if we're not worthy. We'll say, well, just give us what you think I should have. No. No, baby. You're going to give me what I tell you to give me. So those are the kinds of mind shifts we're talking about, but we're also giving people practical steps to implement in their business. What does a business model 
look like? You know how many times we hear that word, right? What's your business model? And then we come up with some fluffy language that doesn't really mean anything. Um, and so we literally embed business model, the hardcore truth of it, um, and into our conversation by sharing what it is. What is a business model? That was this week's topic. Um, and uh, how do you, and, right, right. We come up with all this sexy marketing term, but at the end of the day, we're talking about hardcore. What is the cost? How do you, pro, how do you price? What is profit? What does that really mean? Do taxes, are taxes, is that a leverage in your business? Okay, do we have the, I have a product in my business. How do I take, what is a launch? It's not a Facebook Live, right? A launch is a series of steps that you implement as a system in your business. So these are the things we talk about. And so I gave my sis, myself permission to connect, to collaborate in 2019, something that I was not necessarily open to or willing to do in years past. And I'm going to tell you, when you come to um, the whole you, your ability to connect with people totally changes. And that shift yields coins. It's just that simple. Absolutely. That is amazing. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Like, I really think, again, it's that work on self. And it's like one of those things we've been talking about kind of in previous episodes, too. It's like, if we can do this work on ourselves, it just opens up so many things. Like, just so much abundance flows to you when you're able to be vulnerable, be honest with yourself. Like we talk about on this show, just be real and like tell the truth and, you know, the the bad truth, the ugly truth, the things that nobody wants to see. When you exactly. can be wrong like that, that's mm-hmm. when you get those results. And you start to see, I mean, literally guys, fr- Friday of last week to tomorrow, is tomorrow, what's today? Thursday? Tomorrow Friday too. <laughs> For one consecutive week is the Friday is when we actually started the show. And this Friday and our first so show episode uncut right it's about an hour show uncut a thousand two hundred views yeah. wow wow and you know on facebook that's like not happening these days yeah we want to hear the information our second one now we have a i will tell you guys behind the scenes it is a our organic strategy, we didn't plan, we didn't. Our organic strategy was to do the live in the morning, to do a midday watch party, to do an evening watch party, okay? The girls are going to kill me for that. But I'm, because at the end of the day, you know, like, that's what we did. The content is so rich. People literally sit in the live, sit in the watch party, and they're just sitting there. So sometimes, you know, people, when people aren't really um, thinking about what you're saying, they'll start talking. They'll start, hey, girl, and what's going on? And uh, No, we're not getting that. We have to call them into action because they're in their heads taking notes like, oh, I didn't think about that. So it's rich content, right? And so I'm telling you, we're forever grateful. Even if nothing else happens from this, 
We're super excited that the four of us connected and we now have business sisters, right? And then we also are super excited about the people who are engaging with the information and able to use it because we are small business, female-centered advocates. That's amazing. I love this. I'm taking more notes. <laughs> That's like me right now. I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna write that down and then come on um, your sexy and <laughs> I'm looking at all the pop words. I'm like, right. okay, sound bites. Right. Bites. <laughs> so yes, I love this. Thank you so much. And oh my goodness, you're welcome. Conversations on permit. So we talk about um, a lot of uh, we mentioned before just now. Since so we talked about like things you're looking forward to to permit yourself in doing in 2019 and being committed um, yourself to do um, personally and professionally. Um, but I'm really uh, going back to like this whole community. Um, what is something that you think more women in general should permit themselves to do around other women? Mm. Uh, a lot of times we as women feel ostracized in our own right, uh, simply because sometimes we're the smartest person in the room or we're the most colorful person in the room or we're the loudest person in the room. What advice would you give to someone who is trying to seek and find themselves, um, seeking permission to, you know, to kind of really be themselves? You know, um, that's such a complex question, right? In the community, of women um, because we're all different. I think it's embracing the differences. I think it's not being um, alarmed by the difference between me and Danielle, but embracing that difference and saying that your power gives me power versus me saying her power is off-putting or I become intimidated by her power or I become um, jealous or competitive instead of of those. And I mean this sincerely because I'm going to tell you, I have been that woman who has been intimidated by another woman. I have um, initiated that competition. So I'm not talking about this in a judgmental way. I'm talking about it from a position of what I've learned over time. You know, at the end of the day, there's no benefit to you if you continue down this path of uh, not being um, inclusive of the differences that we all have. because even as you look at 2019 and 2020, even in the political environment, women (laughs) are taking over. And the way that we are going to successfully do that is the moment that we embrace the full spectrum of who we are. As our fellow good good sister, um, Jada Smith has also constantly said that, you know, women are not free until we're all free. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Danielle, you asked such a good question and now I gotta follow that question. What? <laughs> um, in all serious uh, all seriousness though. So um Stephanie, as women, we all have experienced um society kind of telling us what we have to be at times. And I know we've brought that up a couple times even tonight. Mm-hmm. Um 
one of the things that I know a lot of us get told by society sometimes is that we need to be small. We need to be quiet, good, kind, nice, not take up much space, um, whether that's in life or in business or even in our own bodies. Mm. Um, so what advice do you have for other women who want to give themselves permission to be bigger and bolder in all areas of their life? You guys, shoot. <laughs> but uh, on the spot, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. So um, bigger and bolder in life and in business. Um, these are podcasts in themselves, right? You could literally do its own podcast. But um, I will tell you, the permission starts with, um, as we kind of touched on a little bit ago, the internal work that you do within yourself. It really is the starting point for the permission that you feel like you need. Because um, honestly, the only person who has to give permission to be bigger and bolder is you. Acceptance of you takes away the need for acceptance from others. So if I accept myself and I kind of force myself to come down this path of bigger and bolder with acceptance as a part of it, then we're not looking for acceptance from the external people. That internal acceptance is really where um, you need to experience it more than anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, you hit it right on the head. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I thought that one might, I might have. <laughs> but no, I mean, bigger and bolder is really, now, really Danielle is clapping back up. <laughs> bigger and bolder is, it's about acceptance. I think, you know, um, I don't think that we should not consider ourselves Um, in the sense of health, right? We got to be healthy in how we approach it Um, totally in total, even regardless of your physical size, it has to be a healthy approach, but you have to accept yourself. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to have to have her back. Go deeper. I know. (laughs) I would be happy to come back, guys. So many gems already. And Brittany, I love how like me and Brittany always, I come off of Brittany's questions because they always fit so well. It's just like, we don't even plan it. Like we Mm -hmm. don't plan it. It just happens that way. We're in sync. It's good like that. That's good. um, Since we're talking about kind of permission to accept yourself and permission to be bigger and bolder, one of my questions, I'm going to rephrase it a little bit, but it was, um, how do you as an entrepreneur now give yourself permission to enjoy the fruits of your labor? Cause we always talk about, I feel like in all of our podcasts and everything I've ever heard about entrepreneurship and ever read about it, it's about how hard it is, how difficult it is. I struggled. And I know that that's the truth, but I feel like we hear so much of the negative side of it and of the struggle side of it. And that it took me like 50 years to get <laughs> to a place where I could finally enjoy my yeah. life. Yeah. How do you enjoy the fruits of the labor that you're putting in right now? I mean, I know you're going to enjoy it further down the line, but you have to take time, like you were saying about self-care, about doing that work on yourself. How do you take time today, tomorrow, this week to enjoy the fruits of your labor at this point? 
I think, um, so one of the things that I know that I have just started and just decided that I have to start doing is when I have those impulses to travel, it's okay to take the permission to do it. You never think, I mean, I'm not saying put your business at je- in jeopardy, right? <laughs> but when you feel like it's like, listen, I need a break. I need to step away. I need new sky. Go ahead and book the trip, right? And go and really um, sit in the moment of that free space, right? Sit there and enjoy it because that's a part of self-care, but it's also a part of how you get new ideas. Sitting here talking to you all is how you get new ideas and new concepts and new, how do you think about things from a fresh perspective? Because guess what? You can't always afford in the business to go speak to a therapist or speak to a coach or, you know, so sometimes you have to take the smaller routes, right? Sometimes a quick trip to, I live in Western Pennsylvania. The weather's, (laughs) I lived in DC for a long time. It doesn't matter. East coast, the weather sucks, can suck. Florida is a break. California, San Diego is beautiful. I like sun and beach. I do not want mountains and snow. No. So what I do is I find those opportunities, even if it's just a quick trip to see girlfriends or just like, hey, let's do a pajama party at your house because I need new sky, (laughs) you know? Um, So sometimes it's just that simple. So how do I enjoy the fruits of my labor? Seeing a, a smile on my son's face does it every time. When I'm able to take him to purchase something that he doesn't need, but that he wants, right? I'm like, you know what? This is worth it. It's worth it. So those are the kinds of things that I have done, will do, and will do more of in 2019, 2020, so that I really can remain relevant and fresh because sometimes it's just taking a moment. And even if it's just with yourself, you know, a quick trip to the Bahamas never hurt nobody. No, no. So sometimes, <laughs> what'd you say? That's amazing. Sidebar Fiji, there's a whole conversation about Fiji. Um, or Bali. <laughs> yes. Bali. Speaking yes. my language. Sun and this sand. Yes. Done, yes. ladies. It's happening. Yes. It is. It's, well, I'm telling you, this is the thing. Um, with all of these um, travel, home-based travel companies, people are able to travel at a much cheaper rate right? And see, people don't leverage those, those kinds. And I'm telling you, because we're, you know, a lot of times um, entrepreneurs don't understand the breadth of what makes the world go around. MLMs help the world go around. You may not want to become an MLM, but why not tap into what they get? Oh, right. <laughs> Use the service. You support another woman. Okay. She's got her home-based business. She's able to take care of her children and you on the beach. It's a win-win. It's a win-win and being comfortable with that win-win. So, um, you know, those are the things, types of things and how, that's how I think. So I'm like, "Mm, who has a travel business that I can call somebody and they can put me on a plane for $200. (laughs) 
Okay. But thank you for bringing that up. Like, I again, like, I feel, even though I know that entrepreneurship is hard, because eventually, once I finish nursing school, entrepreneurship is going to be my next step, because I'm not going to be at the bedside forever. Mm-mm. I got old bones. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I want to leverage that into, you know, doing something bigger. But like, that's always, we know it's a grind. We know it's hard. We know it's difficult. But I think it's always good to hear the other side of it. Like the reason why you're doing all this is so that you can enjoy that time on the beach. You can put a smile on your kid's face. Like that's why you're doing it. And and you you know what? Sure. Let me add to that too, because um, one of the reasons, something that we talked about this morning was um, we talked about four pillars, right? And just this morning we talked about branding. We talked about, um, one I want to talk about is automation. I can't remember it from this morning, child. I was just talking in the morning. I don't even know. I can't even remember what I ate 10 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, um, this, we talked about automation. That was my area, right? To talk about automation. And that's the one thing that I think business owners forget, right? When you are working in your business as an entrepreneur and it's just you and you don't really have, and you have a virtual team, but maybe not a physical team that can be present. um, It's important that you create automations in your business, right? Putting together those social media posts. If you know you're going on vacation, schedule them out. You know, there's Buffer, there's Hootsuite, there's all kinds of tools out there that you can use to schedule your content out. Then there's also business systems that you can create. You can buy um, a cheap, uh, uh, what was the one we just found the other day that was a cheap voiceover IP? Uh, GoDaddy has a, a um, something called SmartLine. Mm-hmm. You can get that. You can have your phone. You can forward it to a service that's like, dumb, cheap, you know, um, create the script. If you know you're going on vacation, but your business can't go on vacation, put those automations in place. Do your email autoresponders. If you are an actual service-based business, put the, put, tell your clients, Hey, I'm on vacation from boom to boom and I will be back. If it's an emergency, please contact whoever, but not me. Okay. And don't be afraid to do that. You know what happens as an entrepreneur and I'm guilty. Um, you're afraid of losing clients and you're afraid of losing money and you're afraid you constantly are living in this fear factor. Cause if I don't make this, if I don't make my sales goals today, if I don't make my sales budget today, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> it's okay. Step back because what happens is in the long run, your clients don't get the refreshed you, they get the tired you. I'm guilty of that now. I've been so tired lately. And so when you're tired, you cannot function at excellence. You can't. So guess what, guys? I decided when I get off this live, I am going to call my my business sisters back because God knows what's going on over there. But once we get that done, I'm going to shut this computer down. (laughs) And I'm going to sit on this couch and I'm going to watch some brainless TV. I'm not watching CNN because I'll be screaming, okay? (laughs) I will. I'm not doing it. But I'm going to watch some brainless Netflix, okay? Right. And I'm going to sit here. Now, I would I'm not sure it's Thursday and if I glasses of wine they're not good when I have to get up early right but you know that's also an option for the weekend you know and 
and just go ahead and take it easy because I don't do this often and I don't do it often enough. I'm constantly in grind mode. Even if I'm just sitting here staring at my computer, I'm like, (laughs) there's something that I could be doing. I don't know what it is, but there's something. And so sometimes you just got to take a moment to step away, reward yourself with an evening off. I love that everything I personally needed to hear. Yes. To entrepreneurship, learning when to um, slow down. It's okay to not be 24 seven. It's okay to not be on a steamboat, you know, going 110 miles an hour, 24 seven. Um, All the time. Behind every good business, there is a human behind it. Absolutely. So we have always have to think about, you know, living in that way. Um, I'm not living to be a robot. I am not living to be that name badge. Um, Going back to, you know, the reason the show was created was to be a platform to kind of hear these stories and share our own truths about um, being human before we're the the professional. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. like, you just care. I mean, literally, you just check all the boxes tonight. Again, I keep saying that. I'm probably going to say it every episode because every <laughs> single guest that we have on here always just check in all boxes for me. We're going to move on to our lightning round. Lightning round is literally just asking random phrases and our questions, and you give us the first thing that rolls off your mind. This is a great way for us to kind of kick it. We're, again, being human. <laughs> oh, you, you ladies are a trap. Your go-to snack? Um, Potato chips. Okay. Favorite invention? Instapot right now. Oh, man. Star Wars or Harry Potter? Neither. (laughs) Physical books or digital? Physical. Um, if you could travel anywhere in time, where would you go and whom would you see? My future and introduce myself. Hey, I love that answer. Um, favorite room in your house? Mm, So that's mood. That's a moody question. My favorite room is where I'm at. Uh, my living room area that I have transformed into my living room space and my office space. Um, but I'm getting ready to move upstairs to my room and create a whole new area because I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make it look a little bit more office because I love my, you know, living room and I like working from here, but I think people want to see something a little different. Um, last question is a gift you've recently received collaboration all right hey awesome well girl thank you so much you're so welcome girls gawking love on this lady as much you want um how can our uh, listeners and our community find you on the internet and bit.ly the legacy builder so thank you for your time girl you're welcome congratulations ladies and keep up the great work Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Talk to you soon. That was fun. But now let's chat about upcoming events that could benefit everyone. I mentioned 
last episode, but a date had not been set. So they've officially announced the date. Um, So people who are in the Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, maybe even Tennessee region, if you feel like driving, um, Young Women Lead is a free, 100% free one-day conference for high school age girls. Um, So again, you don't have to pay anything. You can just um, bring your daughters to the Central Kentucky area and let them attend this event. And it's got everything from like uh, career prep to letting them actually meet and sit down with grown women who are working in the industries that they are interested in working in. Um, And there's, you know, just all kinds of events and panels and different things that they can do um, to keep them inspired. So um, that is happening on Thursday, March 28th at 8.30. It starts at 8.30, but it's an all-day event at Eastern Kentucky University. So um, if you want more information on that, go to youngwomenlead.com. And again, no cost. Um, I believe that I will probably be on a panel there. I can't 100% you know, say, but word on the street is that I might be there. Um, <laughs> so if you want to meet me or if your daughters might be interested in learning about the tech field, um, come on down and it should be a good time. Um, so on that note, I will turn it over to you, Danielle. Girl. Okay. One, I'm hyped because we, we've had so many, Brittany and I have had so many cool connections by being panelist speakers, one in different areas. And then recently we were on one last year together and that really, it sparked all the feels because um, one, just our personal relationship as women together, but two, because we're women in an industry that is so under misrepresented um, yeah. and it's not anywhere near as strong as it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, so by us being together, being two giant lights together and we're just making this giant saber happen and we're just putting <laughs> it down. I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> Um, and I feel the same way. Thank you. Like, and plus anything that I love that you also are trying to like mentor the next generation of girls coming into this industry, which is something that I love to do as well. So anytime we can bring more women, more diversity, more girls, the next generation to, to do this, like I'm all for it. <laughs> I, um, I definitely, I know for a fact, we're going to be working together um, more in depthly for the Obtain Conference in 2020. Oh, that I want to bring together. I know Cicely's like, yes. Yes. Um, Cicely was, <laughs> I love Cicely so much for this because she was in, she was there. She watched oh my gosh. Um, She was my, one of our first attendees at the Obtain Conference. And again, it was just an idea that I put together in three months. And it was a little wow. entrepreneurs sharing their wealth and knowledge to other entrepreneurs. And the emphasis was on entrepreneurs of color. And so I really like, um, I'm sure Cicely could go on on about it, but I, I mean, it was, it was so much fun for me. I personally loved it. And the fact that Cicely was there, I feel like that was a good bond for us as well. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, ladies, you both are incredible. If I weren't so far away, I'd hug you right now. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, so events. We, um, of course, I'm going to talk about Lexington Comic Con because I'm super excited <laughs> I'm a huge fan of um, this event. Um, this particular event has a lot of lead people like Val Kimmer. Um, we've got like some like amazing headlining names that are going to be there this um, this particular season. So hats off to Jared um, who um, and his wife, obviously that collectively, uh, Jared Greer, excuse me. 
oh, first and last names, um, Jared Greer and wife, um, for putting on this amazing event year after year after year. Um, so again, it's March 21st through the 24th. You That may sound fishy to you because that is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Thursday is comic day only. Um, so it's just literally comics, um, swapping comics, emphasizing again the beauty of Comic-Con, which was originally comics. Um, so adding the pop culture um, to that on Friday and Saturday with celebrity guests. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um, we're looking into set Sundays being a kid's day. So it's really focused on just the kids coming out and enjoying and seeing their celebrity fans. Um, if you guys are WWE fans, there's a whole bunch of wrestlers that are showing up and acting all kind of wild um, on Saturday and Sunday. Um, it's a great family-friendly atmosphere. Um, I completely enjoy going every single year. We have gone pr- practically every year, um, apart from, I think, two. It is a family event. My kids and I, we cosplay. We don't always cosplay together because, you know, that's just kind of weird, Mom. We can't be a team. Um, but we all cosplay. It is hype. Like, it is like a giant party. So if this is something in your realm, it may not, it's not for everybody. We know it's not for everybody. But if this is in your realm, Comic-Con, Lexington Comic-Con, Rupp Arena, March 21st through the 24th, um, the Times vary, so just check out their website at LexingtonComicCon.com. So, um, yeah, tickets, get you some, show up the day of, pre-order them. I got my four-day badge. I'll be myself. I will be cosplaying. I'm a part of the Ohio River Valley Cosplayer and Prop Builders Group, along with Cicely. And we, um, I will be personally cosplaying um, Rogue's X-Men. So you can catch me in my Zentai suit, um, being all bad and bougie, as, as Cicely would say. I just love how we all like steal each other's words now and we incorporate them and we use them correctly. And it's just so good. Like me and Brittany got some sort of weird vibe where every time we have questions, they just like piggyback off of each other and we never even like rehearsed this beforehand. Danielle's always using like the best terms ever. It's just so good. I love it. It's so good. I'm pickled over here. Like I can't even stop laughing right now. It's just so good. Oh my God. The energy is just so good. Yes. I love it. Every single time, ladies. Every single time. Um, Are you ladies my heroes? I think you are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wasn't that amazing? Thanks for listening to the MTG podcast. We would love your feedback on the quality of our shows. Let us know how we're doing with a comment or message on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram by following hashtag MTG the podcast. Continue to subscribe to future episodes via iTunes and Spotify and check out our complete private content filled with digital goodies just for you by being a Patreon subscriber. Until next time. This is like my monthly shot of espresso. It's like a super yes. espresso. Yes, Trenta. It's a Trenta espresso. <laughs> I'm filled up. I'm, fi- I'm filled up. Always, always. Yeah. I'm on a high for days after. Yeah. It's great. <laughs>